all right. Oh! Ugh, I hate that. This meeting is being recorded. Recording in process. That's really fight, isn't it? It's yeah. like a fourth member of the thing. Everyone's going to go like, oh, shit, let's stop talking. <laughs> so it's the fifth member of the band. Nobody wants to hear. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah the, the, the roadie at the back. Yeah. <laughs> well, I like that we're a band. That's cool. Yeah, I've been oh, looking no. forward to this episode. It's going to be a good one. Oh, uh, me too. <laughs> me too. Yeah, so we've started recording early, Steph, because we always we always pick up uh, nine times mm. out of ten. It's It's outside of doing the podcast that we pick up those little snippets that are just either funny or or you know entertaining so that's fine you know me i'll do. go with the flow no problems how are you cool. doing anyway because we have oh, right. well i've seen you recently obviously yes yes we've had a good old chin wag for about four hours oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> we need to talk about the world childless week website oh but then there's this yeah. <laughs> I think it was like literally crammed into the last 50 minutes to half an hour, wasn't it? The rest of it was, it was. Like, yabba, 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 as you Because I actually forgot. <laughs> <laughs> and you reminded me, like, oh yeah, that thing, yeah, the website, yeah. It's good though, putting the world to rights as we usually do. It we'll is, pretend, whatever. <laughs> yeah, you and me, all of us, if we ruled the world, God, it would be brilliant, wouldn't it? Oh, anyway. Too good. Oh dear. Right. All right. So we need to do the first thing we need to do is a um a a, a banging on the desk and a kind of like an applausey type thing, which is like a ah. Can anyone hear that? Can you hear that? I don't know anyway. Yeah. yeah. You did? Yeah, I can hear it. Okay, because celebrations are, are are needed. Clan of brothers, Michael. Go yeah. for it. Yeah. So yeah, the clan of brothers, we have um one hundred members. We've done that in less than a year and we've no, you know, and that's organically because we've had no advertising campaign, anything like that. So, um, yeah, um, really good. Uh, it's, um, you know, it's been a, you know, guys are like, you don't talk much. So it's been a bit of a slow burn, but um, we've, we've, I'm taking a leaf out of Steph's book with, with her group and we've expanded our admin group now. Because one of the things that uh, Andy and I are finding is that um, you know your your energy wanes and and, and you know rises and, and and what's the word I'm looking for? God Almighty, um, ebbs and flows. That's the word I'm looking for. The right. words. So yeah, it, it ebbs and flows. So it's um it's good to spread it across you know a, a few people, and it's also good to inject a little bit more of you know a bit more energy. Other people have got other ideas, you know so. Yeah, it's um, that's it's really good, really really good. So we've we've got another got another video on our YouTube channel, too. So that's um a really good chat about uh, legacies and how us blokes sort of. Well, we we didn't actually really come to any conclusions, but you know we had a deep dive and looked at you know all different ways. So really good chat. Oh, congratulations! That's fantastic. Oh, thank you. That's really good. A really good testimonial to, to the work that you do, um, and it's needed, absolutely needed. So well done. That's fantastic. Well, most of the most of the feedback we get is is most of the guys, yeah, just validating how they feel, and sometimes that's enough for some guys. You know, they don't need any more than that. They just need mm. to. Oh, okay, other people feel the way I do. Cool. 
I'm, you know, I feel all right now. Of course, others don't, but um, yeah. Yeah, ebbs and flows. I think that's a really good phrase, isn't it? How we yeah. often feel about all of our feelings as well. Mm. Yeah. Of course, the other minor applause is I'm back. Hi, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I want to switch off now. <laughs> you, had a, you had a month without me um, and I'm back. And um, yeah, just needed a break. Bit of a, everything got a little bit on top of me and I just need a little bit of a break just from everything and just go and stand in a, stand on the beach and stare at the sea and then come back again. And that's been okay. But yeah, life ebbs and flows. I think um, I want to just be open about the fact that I had just needed a bit of a break because I think that reflects a lot of people as well feel like that I think at the moment with everything so yeah but and that well you did fine without me last last month's episode was fantastic if you haven't listened to it um a full stop listeners and go and listen to last month's it's fantastic all about mental health and um with Chrissy it's brilliant I really really enjoyed listening to it when I was sitting putting the um, the newsletters together and things, I really, really loved it. So, brilliant. Well done. Oh, well, it's good to have you back. We were missed. Yes, so. it is. Yeah. If only for the odd word here and there with <laughs> ebbs and flows, useful, <laughs> useful things. And, of course, the other bit of celebration is World Childless Week is five years old. And so Steph is here. Steph! Hello! <laughs> Founder of Just... World Childless Week and generally very, very busy right now. So we're really pleased that you spared some time for us. Thank you for it's joining us. It's great to have you here, Steph. Really yeah. is. Really, no, really good to see, see you. Again. Really appreciate you having Just wish it. I could give you a big hug. Oh, yes. Those days. When those days come back. Oh, my goodness, <laughs> mate. We're just going to be meeting and greeting and hugging. It's going to be so good. So good. <laughs> but can you believe yeah like you say five years it's like oh heck i can't believe it started and now it's five years later wow it's a shocker for me i don't know about anybody else but it's a complete and utter shocker for me positive shocker but definitely yeah an amazing achievement i think for all of us to get to that five years it's incredible and it's quite a lot of changes and if you want to talk about those we're going to let you riff about World Child's Week however you want to sort of go with this <laughs> but um, obviously if people are looking at the website then there's quite a few changes in terms of the involvement and this new ambassadors do you want to just explain to the listeners a bit more about that? Yeah well like you say it's we started off with champions because everybody is a champion in our community but the people who are supporting World Trials Week who are really there for me to lean on and go, oh, just being a Libra. And I get stuck sometimes between a left and a right choice. And it's good to have you lot around me to sort of say, go left or fear right or stay in the middle and carry on doing what you're doing. And ambassadors are there to just really help me. But also they're the people that have their own communities, their own work to do. So they're already amazing people doing so much work for our community. And then they've actually decided to help me to dedicate some of their time to World Child's Week, which is a double impressive effort from their side, really appreciated from my side. And it's it's really recognising what they do, that I'm not on my own, that they are part of the team, that they really help to push in submissions and just let people know World Child's Week is out there and that it's for everybody in our sort of circumstances, in our family that it doesn't matter who you are, you can be part of World Childless Week because that's how I see World Child. I see it as a central hub with lots of little 
sort of wings going out for everything and anything. So if people go there, they can find a support group, they can find a counsellor or a therapist, or they might find somebody who does art or singing or somebody who sells cards. And I just think if we're all supporting each other in what we do, we can get stronger and bigger. Whereas if I just come on and go, these are the support groups I run on Facebook, I'm not being fair to anybody else. So I tend not to sort of mention mine because I mean, we're all doing work in some way and we all need to recognise and celebrate what each other's doing and that's what I think the ambassadors help to do and to really strengthen that sort of idea well that's what I hope anyway Mm. it's an honour a huge honour to do that because there is a weight of responsibility I think in in that um that role being accountable if you like um but also I think just just being that diversity what's what's interesting about the ambassadors when I look at who you have and who's been there in the past as a champion is that diversity you know you've got people from all over the world you've got people doing different things people that have come into the space and the community see different routes there's almost sort of somebody there who can represent most different situations I think that that we may find ourselves in and while we're in this space there's always something relatable that's the word I'm looking for there's a a relatable connection within the ambassadors yeah and I would say at that point actually to say thank you to the people who were champions before because it's not a case of me going oh go away I don't want you anymore it's a case of people respecting what they're doing and knowing that their personal life or the community of childlessness or whatever it is that they're dealing with they've got to get the balance right for them because again like you said Bernice you took that month off and we all have to take that time away sometimes to re-evaluate or to focus somewhere else even on ourselves and I've been a bit of a bugger in a way and pushing people to sort of make a harder commitment this year to World Childless Week and that's so it's, you know, a really big thing of gratitude and thank you to everybody who's been with me from the day one. And if they're not there now, it's not that they've stepped down. They've just stepped away a little bit, but they're still within our community doing their own thing. And I think it's really important to say that, that they're still there and they're still champions. But for some of you, you're now ambassadors. But saying that, we're going to order, we introduce, I know I mentioned earlier this year in a meeting about bringing in the people's champions because I think it's really important to recognise the people who are, because there's so many people out there that we can't get everybody in as ambassador. There'd be no room left for World Charles Week if we just had pages and pages of ambassador, which we could easily do because it was so wonderful, but we've got to limit it. So the way to do it now is to each year have these champions that we recognise and say, we see you. You might be shouting out big time or you might be whispering to just a few people, but you're making a difference for someone and that difference is important. So I'm really excited that we can do that each year and those people can change and we can recognise more people every year that World Childless Week carries on. <laughs> Maybe a few more yet. But yeah, so, you know, there's lots of scope for people to be seen and that's, I think, the biggest thing. That's a great idea. And feedback I've had from some people going, I love this, I love this. So well done, Steph. It's a, it's a great initiative. Thank you. Yeah, it has all been positive response and um, quite a lot of nominations have come in. So we've got a bit of a task of reading through them all and sorting out who we want to think or not who we want to think, but who we think is represented by somebody's words as being incredibly important to their life and choosing that person as the people's champion. Oh, that's great to hear we've had lots of nominations. That's that's awesome. Just more work for us. (laughs) (laughs) It's positive work. It is really, really good. So by the time I think we re- we release this, that 
will have gone. So that deadline to nominate the people's champion will have gone by the time this is recorded. But there is quite a lot of things that people can do. So the themes for World Childless Week this year. Do you want to talk about what the daily themes are, Stefan? What's going on around those? Yeah, sure. Um, We start every year with our stories. It's an important day because... It's the day whenever I do any surveys or anything else, people come back and go, that's the most valuable day to them. They love to hear other people's stories, the good and the bad, because it's where we reflect and see ourselves in different situations, where we connect to other people and think we're not alone. We wish we were alone. We wish nobody else was suffering the same pain as us, but we're not alone. And being able to express that yourself with your name or, with, or anonymously, which I think is incredibly important, it gives people the freedom to say exactly how they feel without worrying about repercussions repercussions or judgment and just knowing they've got that safe space to actually say, this is my story and this is what I want to share about it. So incredibly important day. Tuesday is a bit of a hot topic because we've got childlessness and sexual intimacy. I put this forward as one of the days for this year because... I see what's going on in the groups in our community and it started to suddenly come up in several groups last year, at the end of last year, and it's carried on through. And I thought if people are talking about it, we need to talk about it. We need to pick it up because it's not just the fact that you might have tried to conceive. It might be the fact you haven't tried to conceive. It might be the fact you've never met a partner. But intimacy could be an issue that's in the back of your head or it could be in the forefront of your mind. So actually covering that and finding people who are brave enough to speak about it, I think is really important to actually have that aspect of it. Um, Wednesday, we're sort of carrying on from last year when we did Age Without Children and we're doing Leaving a Legacy because, again, it's one of those hot topics that comes up and is talked about again and again and again because we automatically assume, for the majority of us, that legacy is about blood, it's about children, it's about grandchildren. And if we haven't got that heritage, that line of people following afterwards, we think, well, what happens to our legacy? So it's talking about the different aspects of legacy, how we feel about it, how perhaps we could look at it differently, and perhaps there's a way of doing legacies different. Um, Thursday, oh, what's Thursday? Uh, let me think, oh yeah, it's that regular day, men met at two. One of those days we've got to have because we can hardly ignore you men out there. It's important that they get their voice. I'd love it if men spoke throughout the seven days of the week and they're more than welcome to do submissions for any day. But because men in general are the quieter voice, it's important to give them a day where they can talk about anything and everything and not be restricted. It's really important to see them there and visual for, for me to learn from men and their opinions. And I think for the same for others, it's to get a balance as well. Friday, the comments that hurt, we're focusing on again, a really big topic that was briefly explored in the very first World Charlie's Week, which is somebody coming up to you and saying, have you considered adoption? And we all sit there and we're all eye roll by, you know, talk between in teeth or clenched teeth and think, okay, how do I answer it? How do I feel today? Who's asking me? Who's surrounding me? And you give an answer, but the answer you give verbally might not be the answer that's actually rolling around inside your head. So it's given us the expression to explain why we think that comment might be hurtful, how it makes us feel, what we'd really like to say, and how perhaps we can tackle it going forwards and how we'd like the world to change in the way. They sort of perceive that question and think it's okay because for many of us, it's not. Saturday, we're back to the end of the week and it gets a little bit more positive. We're worthy. 
we are work to celebrate everything about us that is unique, that is wonderful, that is challenging, you know, challenging everything about us, but also again, it's what I chatted to Berenice about earlier in the year and saying about we're worthy to actually be seen and to be heard. And I think that's something we need to bring into that day more and sort of say, hang on a minute, we're not included in this, but we should be, and this is why we should be. And to start doing those challenges to push our presence out there, not to overtake, not to diminish anybody else, but just to be seen. We just want to be seen. We just want to be heard because we are worthy of that. And then the final day, moving forwards. And again, it's a reminder that moving forwards isn't a major step, isn't a major plan. It can be something simple as knowing that you can get out of bed every day and have a bath. But it's celebrating those little steps that make us move forward alongside the big ones and saying, yeah, I can reflect on this time last year and feel I've done something that's moved forward. I might have a nick up next week and feel I've stepped back again. But I always say it's like a dance. We take two steps forward and one step back because slowly but surely we're all moving forward so hopefully the week's got something there for everybody to be interested in and the good thing is you can dip in and out pick and choose what you want to read read it over the week read it over a year because it's always remaining there for people so I hope people send in submissions I hope by the time this goes out I'm going yes we've got a lovely full week of submissions but at the moment I'm going "Ah, please send your submissions in it's a nail-biting time (laughs) Well, it's um, are they a few and far between at the moment, Steph? Um, what submissions? And I, I, I like, and I can, I can edit this out. That's all right. We won't. Right. We'll, we'll keep it. We'll keep it positive. But um, <laughs> you know, if they're coming in, but it's only dribbles at the moment. But it always is okay. like that. It starts off in a dribble, and then hopefully the next few weeks, when I'm thinking, oh my god, I've got less weeks to get this organised, or something. Go, Phew. but it is now. It's always the same every year. Nail biting moment. <laughs> okay. All right. No, because um, push, yeah, we push, could... push, push. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I was just going to say that um, World Harvest Week has now been has now been um, I don't want to say advertised, but uh, in where I work, I work for Australia's largest construction materials company, and I had the opportunity to um, push it in a post on a women's group because we have a very very big uh, proportion of women in our in our organization which is great and um there is a there is a specific uh women's group which is which inspire they, they are women that inspire each other in engineering and we was able to put i was invited to write about world childless weekend about myself so we've been pushing it in australia's world sorry australia's largest construction materials company Brilliant. and had lots of I've had lots of private feedback actually. So it's, it's been quite an interesting, um, yeah, interesting activity. Oh, thank you for doing that. But I think it proves that we just don't know who's listening to what we say. Exactly. We never know. And it only takes one person to know and relate and that, you know, that you've made a difference to, and that one person that's worth it. You've made a difference. Exactly. Exactly. In fact, that's part of your legacy. This is what I say from now on. Everything you do that has a positive effect on someone else is part of your living legacy. Yep. We change Most one definitely. person's life, then that's good. What more do we really need to do in this world? That's right. If we've all, 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 all pushed in that direction, then imagine the, the good that can come out of that. Yeah, definitely. No, most definitely. And World Childless Week does that in spades. We all do. 
we all do it we're all together doing it like i said i might have put it chucked it all together but it's the submissions that really create that wave of yeah but that's that's very true but at the same time you needed that person to go hang on we need this hang on we we need you know we we need this you know so you know you're right it's it's a hub it brings everyone together and you know when you look at the you know i've been there since well both berenice and i've been there since day one you know you look at where it all comes from you know we think about the story you told um excuse me don't you really <clears throat> get me going you know what i'm like for crying i know i know i'm trying to hold it back but that story you told about the the woman in africa in in her uh, it was a couple mm. of world childless weeks ago you know the woman in africa yeah. that you know, would you like to, do you remember that story? Would you like to say that? Because that was yeah. powerful shit. All stuff, sorry. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's the same because it automatically gets me emotional. So I have to do it right, okay. <clears throat> Clear the throat, get on with it. But yeah, somebody contacted me privately by email to say that she was incredibly grateful for World Childless Week and that what she was doing, um, she lived in Africa in a very remote spot. And she was telling me that the women there who didn't have children were considered to be witches. So she'd actually started a sort of a group or a reach out to other women who were childless within her village and other local villages. They could come together and support each other because they were seen as outcasts. It was automatically seen that the women were the ones who were guilty for not bringing children to the family. So much so that they were actually told as witches, they didn't have children because they'd eaten their children before they could be born so she's yeah she's doing an amazing thing by standing up and saying i'm not a witch mm. i'm a human being who deserves to be respected i'm worthy of love for who i am and connecting those other women together and i've never heard from her since but that email just went yeah straight to my heart because it just shows there's so much work to be done so much yeah. But it's a great example of the reach of World Childless Week. You know, it's it's just, you know, I can't say enough about that particular story. Mm. You know, just the story in itself tells tells it. Yeah. Yeah, it does. And the sad thing is that we know there's people out there going through similar and they haven't heard that they're worthy from us yet. Mm. They haven't heard there's a place for them. And knowing that so many women are just automatically assumed to be the reason, the negative reason, the bad reason for why there's not a child in the family and taking the blame, taking, you know, having family just disown them, put them aside like they're nothing. So we've got to keep reaching out because it does need to be changed. We need, to, you know, to let these people have their stories shared to make sure they're heard to make sure they're recognised and that things do change. It's got to be changed. And it might not be this year, next year or the next 10 years. But if we don't start speaking out now, then it may never change. Hmm. Well, I think we're off to a good start here. <sighs> Serious note, that was. It's <laughs> a kind of irony, yeah. isn't it? That actually what we're doing, um, every contributor however big, however small, to World Childless Week or to any one number of the um, incredible and amazing initiatives that are going on now. It's, it's amazing to see every year, every month, 
I think we hear about something new happening. Um, but actually, the irony is, is that we're, we're doing this in order to make it easier for people out there who are parents, whose children may be involuntarily childless. This is a legacy almost for them to make their, the next generation better because we don't have that next generation. They do. Therefore, that engagement, it matters so very, very much um, because if it doesn't affect them, then chances are they know somebody, even if that person hasn't spoken or that event yet hasn't happened. Um, but it could do it. It's changing the future Definitely. and future attitudes. It's a weird irony, that, isn't it? It's a bit strange. Yeah. I can never quite get my head around that. Mm, but no, I agree. It's the fact that we need to change the way we start treating children and talking to children about being parents mm. because we're all put in that situation of girls I think it's slowly opening up the borders that girls now can wear boys clothes and boys can wear girls and you know there's much more gender fluidity with toys and clothes and things like that but it also needs to be the fact that not to stereotypical somebody into you will be a parent you will be you know you'll be a mother you'll be a father because there needs to be from that young age of acceptance not to force it onto children mm-hmm. and then the education in schools that you know you have the choice not to have children if you don't want to you can be child free and then with the sex education it's not just about infertility it's about those who don't meet somebody have to have a part you know as a partner that you know you might not have children and the education like you say through the school years but literally from being a toddler and starting to learn things of picking up dolls and assuming you'll be a mum or being sort of almost it is it's, it's an outside influence that we need to change and we won't be there to do it so we need to build bridges with parents and try and get some understanding and empathy mm. and it's not an easy thing to do because it's respecting their wants and their wishes but knowing sometimes they don't always come true mm. and accepting that you know as a child we've got to make it a wider situation and say that every situation can be happy for you that you can have a fulfilling life whether it turns out with the plan you wanted or not mm. yeah it's going far far bigger then than you probably envisaged when you first started isn't it it sounds to me I guess so but I think that is the one thing about childlessness there's no boundaries there's so many different aspects yeah. of it and there are positives and I think it's always important to stress that we can be happy again because so many people at the beginning journey think we'll never have a day where they wake up and smile and yes we can yo-yo back and forward in our grief but there can be happiness but it's because there's so much societal pressure on us we then have our own added pressure as well. And it just builds. And we need to try and limit that. And if we can do that through parents in the way children are brought up and through education in schools, we have a better understanding that when we hit our 20s or 30s or 40s and we're trying for a family, it doesn't happen. Okay, we knew this might have been the case. We knew there was a chance it might happen. And we know it's not the end. We know there is support out there. We know there's help out there, which, like you say, we know it's there, but... In the wider circle of things, if you go to the doctors or to a health clinic, you don't really get offered support for childlessness. It's very few and rare between, you know, there's very few people who actually go, yes, did you know about this? Did you know about that? So it's getting us out into the mainstream 
And as I say, once we get there, it's going to reduce the pain and the grief. It's not going to say that we're not going to have grief and it's not going to be deep and hard, but we know that we can reach out from that beginning day rather than hiding it, which so many of us do. So, yeah, it's a long way back and there's lots we can do, but it's doing it together bit by bit. that breadth I think as well isn't it the diversity of all of the things that you've covered so last year with um childlessness and the arts and the themes yeah. that you had there and just just the incredible amount of creativity and I think amazing just the way that people think about living this life unexpected and how they translate that into different media and different outcomes and the, and the language that's used as well is 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 quite incredible there's always something different to uncover isn't there yeah I love seeing the art side of people that the creative side and saying you don't have to just put a pen to paper it might be a brush to canvas it might be using your voice it might be through dance and I think every single medium that we've got explores it in a different way and we all relate to different aspects of it as well so sometimes you might read something and go yeah I like reading that's quite sad but then you can hear that as a song, the same words, and it'll go, <gasps> and it'll hit you in your heart in a different way and give you a different meaning and understanding as well. So yeah, Could diversity you, is wonderful. You've brought back I Am Me, haven't you? You oh, to talk yes. about that, because I think some this decent little segue there, that was quite good. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, I Am Me, oh, I Am Me just makes me smile. I Am Me just excites me. When we did it in 2018, I thought, well, maybe a few people will send in their photos. Because the idea is you send in a photo. You can have your face on it. You can have your back on it. You could just build up a piece of paper. That's a good thing. You don't even have to show your face. But on that, you're writing, I am this, I am that, I am whatever I want to be, basically. Describing yourself with positive, real, wonderful affirmations. It could be of who you are in relation to somebody else. You could be a wife. You could be an aunt. You could be a sister. But you could also be loving, smart, creative, adventurous, stubborn, stupid, sassy. You can be whatever you want to be. Because the whole point is we're not just saying I am childless. I am so much more, so many wonderful things more. So it's taking a picture or holding up a piece of paper with I am this and I am that. And it really is a gallery of inspiration when I look at it. So bring it back this year. I just felt it was a must because so many people have said to me, when is it coming back? This year, this year, let's celebrate again. It's amazing. If you look on um, the on World Childless Week, you can see some of the photos on your social media feed. And um, there's actually one, I've done one on the full stop as well. So the ambassadors have got access to the branding. I'll probably just note this as well, actually, that mm -hmm. we've got access to the branding and all of the logos and things like that. But actually what we're asked, what you're asking is that people who aren't ambassadors can just do it themselves. They don't have to include any branding. They just literally, you can get a piece of paper and write on it. Um, but you're not doing that. You're not actually putting the I am me's together. You're asking people to send in a finished I am me in whatever form people want to use, whether it's their, their dog or their cat and them in a photograph, but with the wording applied, that's what you're asking just for clarification, isn't it? Definitely, yeah. I was going to say, it's all on the website. If you go into the events page, it explains it. It's hopefully as simple as I can make it for everybody to understand. And again, there's a link there to the previous year so people see what other people have done so they can actually take inspiration of that. And you're saying about cats and dogs, there were chickens in 2018. And this year coming up, 
there's a tiger, a white tiger in one of the photos. A tiger. Oh my gosh. I saw the photo and I was just like, wow, that's got an amazing story behind it. So yeah, watch this space. You won't see it yet. (laughs) But I love it. I love that sort of thing. The diversity in the photos is amazing. Absolutely amazing. I've got to get my arse into gear and do mine as well. Oh, you have. You have. Yeah. 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 And Sarah, you don't get away with this. You need to do one as well. <laughs> I was going to say, I did one in, I remember in 2018, I think that was the first year I submitted anything to World Child Suite. Yeah. And I remember doing the I Am Me. And actually, it was a really, a really useful uh, way of thinking about yourself differently because I think we're guilty of going, I'm not a mum, I'm not a mum, and beating yourself around the head with it, aren't you? And then you go, actually, I am a bit more than that. I'm a bit, I'm this, I'm that. I can't remember what I put on it. I think I, I, think I put, I'm an aunt, I'm, I'm funny and all that sort of stuff. And it had a picture of me in the pub, surprisingly. <laughs> but yeah, I think I'm so pleased it's come back because it's so easy to engage with, isn't it? And start thinking differently about yourself. Really simple little mind switch, isn't it? And I, I did mine under the tree in the garden with the dog and I had to kind of coerce the dog into sitting there. And I just wrote loads of things down, like, you know, I, I, I drink beer, I do this, I do that. Actually, be interesting. I don't know about you, Sarah, but to go back to the one that you did then and find it, write it out again and see what you think and how you've changed since the first time you did the I Am Me, because I think Ooh. we've all probably changed. Mm. I love that. Yes, I, I will. I know I did when I did. Well, I did one with all the, the, the logo and stuff this year, so I haven't done one like a hand-drawn one, but I might well do another hand-drawn one because there's a bit more space to write. And I just wonder if people who were doing it last time and do it this year might have different words and different reflections and how that um defines them now be curious i think that's true because i did mine it was only when i went back to look at the um earlier one i put i am fun on both of them and it was like oh i put the same words do you know what i mean i'm surprised because you don't remember what you've done but it's interesting to do a new one before you look back at the old one so it doesn't actually sort of yeah in the back of your subconscious choose your words and then say but yeah yeah interesting to see if people have actually submitted all over all through the years i mean that must be one of those interesting things and do you get any stories like that where people have come back to you and said i submitted in the very first world childless week and this is one i've done now and it's changed me you do you get any feedback to say if it's made a difference to people yeah, because the one thing I noticed a lot of is people be like sending a submission, make me anonymous, whatever you do, make me anonymous, don't have anything there to recognise me. Yeah. And then they're like, you know what, I want to put my name on it this year. And I'm like, okay, are you sure? And it would go back and forward with a few emails. Yes, I'm sure. What name do you want? And it'd be my full name. And then it might come back to actually, no, just my last name. No, it might just be my first name. And then in the end, it's like, hell no, put my full name on it. I'm doing it. I'm going there. But in the same retrospect, somebody might say, I had my full name on it last year. I'm in a bit of a down place at the moment I'm not sure if I can do it or if it can even send the submission I'm like fine there's no pressure you know you've not ticked a box to say that you will send the submission every year and it's not to say you're sending a happy submission every year because you did one last year you've got to go up and down like you say ebbs and flows again it comes into it you've got to do what's right for you this year either do a submission don't do a submission that's not for me to push or say and but it is wonderful when people say they use the year now in the survey that I've had, I just sort of say, have you noticed that you've moved on since last year's World Trials Week? And the percentage of the, a lot of people have said, yes, they have. Yeah. And people have said to me, they use it as a marker each year to feel if they have moved forward. Yeah. So, yeah, there's definitely good positive feedback from doing it. 
it's almost like a platform, I think, really. World Travels Week. It's like the like the diving board, if you like. People can go in and they can do, you know, start at the bottom, dive in very gently, and you know, they've they've done that bit. And then you can progress to like higher diving boards. Or actually just go out and do other things, you know. I think, you know, if all yeah. if I would say we're graduates, but you know, people that can, you know, involve themselves with World Childless Week, they're the kind of the stories that we love on the podcast as well, because often from World Childless Week, greater things come as well you know I think it's probably fair to say that without doing some of the bits for World Travel Week when I first started and I wouldn't be here doing the podcast and I wouldn't have met Michael I would not have met Sarah I don't think the podcast would have happened without that drive I think and seeing that there was that gap which was created really and filled and very much by World Travel Week and by the work you do it gives people that confidence to kind of you know break out a little bit I think I always use my name when I've done something for World Child this week well it's on, it's on the website you know it's, it's there <laughs> we're both there aren't we really um but actually it's you know then you can start to write things and record things and we've done some recordings in the past and you know that whole ebbs and flows over the years but doing stuff and then you start to get the confidence perhaps to do a video you know to go and put yourself on stage somewhere and those sorts of things it starts to then sort of progress a little bit and people's confidence grows that's a really think, lovely thing yeah. one of the things i think people as well say is like oh i've liked something because even to yeah put a like on something can be hard because especially on facebook you know that families and friends might see that you've made a like or a comment on a page that is about childlessness and that's a tough step to take which is why I know that the actual the amount of people who like posts is not reflected in the amount of people who like the page. There's a lot more people who, well, you know what I mean, who are there liking posts now and again than the people who follow it because they don't want to follow the page because it's that step too far. But then they do one day. Or the big step for a lot of people is nothing majorly put, but just sharing a post onto their own timeline from World Childless Week. It takes a lot of courage. And it might not be their own words, but sharing a post and going, oh, I've done it, nobody's responded. And I'm like, yeah, but sometimes, as I said, you only need one person to sit there silently looking at your post and going, thank you. Yeah. People often don't. I think I've, yeah. you know, I, I find that and I've noticed it lately with, um, actually with LinkedIn. Um, so I tend to sometimes, no, actually that's a lie. Um, I, I join up sometimes my story. So obviously I'm promoting my business. Um, that's important I use it for that um, in a very gentle way storytelling way I don't go on there and sort of you know buy from me now um, but I will introduce some of that story so last weekend um, I actually shared something about um, Louise Brown's birthday um, so Louise Brown was the first IVF baby um, and put a little bit on there about you know, IVF still having a failure rate and we need to talk more about these things along to this celebration is this other story and it was interesting to compare that and the statistics and the feedback of that to other posts that other people have put and posts that I've put about general mental health. And they always get more views. Well, not more views, actually, not more views, but more likes, more comments, because it's more accessible. People know a little bit more what to say. If you think about how mental health has only really started to sort of take a bit of a, a a front step I think um in the past few years you know we've got people talking about it in terms of relation to football in terms of sport in terms of obviously the Olympics and in terms of Wimbledon 
um, and that mental health is a thing. And of course the pandemic has hit all of our mental health. So that's a big step forward, but not actually that big a step, but it is a big step because it's just like a thing that people want to need to talk about now. I think childlessness and that grief, people don't tend to know what to say. It's not that they're being cruel. They just don't know the words and they may find the words in time, but it means that if people are viewing it, looking at it, they're reading it, they are taking that in. I've learned from myself from being despondent and angry and, and sad and feeling a bit like, oh God, I posted this thing and it took a lot of courage for me to do that, but no one's actually acknowledged that on my timeline, whatever, whatever platform that might be, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, anywhere like that. But actually people do just they sometimes don't know what to say um, or it might be a shock to them and they don't know and they maybe need to go away and have a look and that's again where World Childless Week can come in because you've got all of the resources there for people to look so people can you know families and friends who may be parents or don't or child free by choice can actually go off and explore a little bit more too you've got a, a platform for people to go out and as you say go out with those wings and find other things and other support so it's yeah, I would just encourage people not to be despondent if there yeah. isn't that feedback. Don't worry about that. You know, that don't, don't take away your, you know, your courage is still a valid thing and it's still incredibly brilliant. And the acknowledgement, I think, as well, to actually click on something is almost acknowledging, okay, I'm part of this in a way. Um, and that's a really, really big step too. I think amazing that people can do that. It's incredible. Definitely. No, I totally agree with what you're saying, that we don't know how many people are seeing the post and we don't know how they're going to react because it is a shock if something you're suddenly telling people that you're childless and it hurts and people didn't know. And they're like, oh, heck, how, how do we react to that? We don't know what to do. We don't know what to say. We can't like it because we don't like that you're feeling like that. We can't love that you're feeling like that. Is it care emotion enough or is it putting? Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, people back away from interacting. And mm. it's just remembering that if you've took the courage to post it, mm. just take, you know, what you can from that because it's a big step and a big move. Yeah. And, yeah. Social media is yeah. so clunky. It's like LinkedIn has love and celebrate. There's support now. That's okay, I suppose. But mm. it is ever so clunky. And, you know, and yeah, it, social media generally, I think, can be very clunky for those things. It's a great way to raise awareness. But I think that the... There's tones and inflections. It's that thing that we always sometimes, and we've all experienced it in some form where people would text us something and then we kind of like over catastrophize them. Um, I'm an Olympics in that um, and go, oh my God, um, they said something that they shouldn't have said or whatever. And take a moment, pause and think, okay, it's text, it's it's written words, that inflection is, it doesn't matter how many emojis you put in, and I don't care how many emojis people put into things, sometimes that isn't there, and it's not always the appropriate way to respond to yeah. things, and people do get a bit clunky, and maybe they also have a period of reflection themselves, because if they weren't aware that that was a thing that you were going through, a grief that you were going through, and still will continue to go through, then they may be thinking, well, oh my god, I said so-and-so, or I did that, or I did that, so from the other side, people can be reflecting and thinking, did I, was I misappropriate in some way, and I didn't know, I think there's an element of that too. Part of that feedback I got from the post I put in the company I work for was um, a, a woman who's a mother actually said, look, you know, 
it's a difficult thing. To, I, I don't know what to say. And I think, I think that, you know, it's an important story to tell because, um, you know, for our community and for those who are, you know, deep in their grief or, or like you say, they're, they're feeling people don't engage. You know, it's not a place of, it's not a place of malice that it comes from. It's a place of, I don't know. So my feedback back to this woman was that, you know, that if you come across someone at your workplace, that you could shut her, you could shut her, shut her down by uh, perhaps not talking about it. Because if she offers you that I am childless, she's offering you this to talk about. And if you change the subject, you know, because it's too uncomfortable, then you shut her down. So child, childless people just want to be heard and understood. So, and she asked, what would be a, what would be a good, you know, way to start it? So, well, just say, I don't know what to say, but please help me understand. It is something and we're going to cover, I think, on one of those days, mm, isn't it? I think, yeah. Yeah. So, and I thought that was, that was actually a really good conversation because it was some, you know, it, it sort of just says that people, they just don't know, but they would like to do something. So I was going to think of something else too, but I forgot what it is. 50 year old brains, you know, not working as well. Sorry, Michael, I interrupted there because it occurred to me and I didn't sort of put myself, I thought I was on mute actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is something that we're doing, it's on the Saturday um, for World Childless Week and it was about a webinar on, um, loosely based on a podcast, when I was a podcast guest, <gasps> a guest um, on um, something called the Freelancers Tea Break, talking to people who are freelance who um, mixed demographics and lots of mums in there and lots of fathers as well, different genders. And it was about you know, the fact that not everybody freelances because they're, they're a digital mother um, and how people can bridge that gap. And that's one of the, the webinars that's coming up in World Childless Week on the um, Saturday, which is the worthiness day. So um, lots of stuff coming up. Any highlights that people need to look out for, Steph? Gosh, I don't think there is, because if I said this is the one I think is the best, somebody else is going to know it's not because this is where I am and this is what I want. <laughs> so, you know, what I consider to be a highlight is going to be different to everybody else's. And that's the good thing. But once the webinars are released, I think, you know, there is something there for everybody and there's definitely a good mixture in there. Yeah. So. I know you're still planning all of those and I, I know I've got to sort that out too because <laughs> I haven't yes. yet. But, um, <laughs> oh, yes. Um, but, yeah, there's lots of... Um, webinars and interactive events and recordings coming up for World Childless Week. Quite a lot of video going on this year, which is, is interesting to see, isn't it? There's more webinars this year than we've ever had, I think. And yeah. we've got the fact we're going to have one on the Thursday for Men Matter 2, the first webinar for Men Matter 2 to take place ever. We've had recordings, but we've not actually had a webinar. So that's really exciting and that's like a really good marker as well for the fifth year I, you know that makes I was so happy when that was happening I was like yes at least one webinar fantastic some new so, voices yeah. as well if I yeah, remember oh gosh, right, yeah. there's a few people coming along who aren't ambassadors but are new voices who feel supported enough to share some of their stories so it'd be nice to get some new faces and, and new voices in there too oh definitely and I think like you say again it's just a reflection that if people think they can't come to me and say 
I'd love to do a webinar because we've never heard of them. It doesn't matter. You don't have to be heard. If you've got a voice and you want to get your voice out there and you're happy to show your face, then come to me and say, I've got an idea for a webinar. It fits under this topic. Can I do it? If we can get it organised, then we'll do it. It's as simple as that. You don't have to be somebody whose name is known. And I think that's a really big thing to do, like the submissions. You don't have to be known. And exactly the same with the webinars. If you've got an idea under one of the topics and you think, I really want to talk about it, come forward, contact me, and let's talk, because I don't turn away anybody. Do you mean unless they come forward and say, I want to talk about how wonderful it was to be a parent, and then obviously, no, I'm going to say, I'm sorry, go away. But, you know, <laughs> if you're childless, you've got a topic that I think we can use in the week, then we'll use it. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I, I, sorry, I went AWOL. I was looking up my old I am me. Couldn't remember for the life of me what I put on it. I put fun, but I didn't put fun. I put brave and all sorts. And I was looking through my, I was scrolling through my history. And I, funnily enough, around the time of World Childless Week, and I did, did a letter to my onboard child, was this, the time that I was setting up after the storm. So there was loads going on. So what I put in my I am me is very indicative of what was going on at that time so mm. it will be quite different but yeah sorry I went AWOL desperately trying to find it yeah, Sarah but... I went AWOL for an entire episode <laughs> okay <laughs> so, you literally ask... were five minutes <laughs> I know I was gonna ask you Steph so obviously World Childless Week five years old clearly changing and adapting and it feels to me like it's getting bigger year on year, new voices, new new directions. Where do you think you'd like to take it next, out of curiosity? I've always had the dream of producing leaflets and posters, and I think that's becoming much more of a reality now. I've started a small group, and it's another, oh crikey, another Facebook group, another small group that is test running at the moment, and I've not gone large with it uh, because of personal circumstances as well where I'm asking people who want to be change makers to actually come into the group and let's start talking about how we can mix together, how we can go into little groups and actually make those changes around the world to get the news out there about childlessness more. So it's not just relying on me and people like the ambassadors or yourself who have got work within the field already, but just people who want to say, actually, I just would like to contact this company or my company or put up some posters in the library or at the doctors so it's starting to get people to come together to actually say we can do this but the more of us actually doing a little bit each is a lot easier than one person trying to do everything so we're starting to do that uniting as a team behind the scenes and it's like I said slowly taking root getting people in who know certain different different aspects about getting the word out about advertising about PR and actually saying, oh, we can do this. It might not be ready for this year's World Childless Week, but we're getting it in place. So going forward, it will always be there and it can be updated and it can be a package to be sent out to businesses and things like that. And also getting a resources page that's listing more about the actual research on childlessness on the website so people can go there and get the correct statistics or can have links to go somewhere else and find the information. And I think it's important to get a real solid base to World Childless Week that really backs up everything we're saying, that some people will go, oh no, that's just somebody who's moaning about their grief. And it's not really grief because we all know it's disenfranchised, but they can actually go, actually, here's the statistics behind it. Here's the facts, you know what I mean? So stuff to sort of 
the naysayers. We've, we've got facts for the naysayers. And we've also got packages for the people who want to support us. So it's the behind bits sort of taking place now, more so than the front face. But the front face, again, I'd like to see more people come in who don't have a name in our community already and join in with things like webinars. So that we're showing you don't have to be a somebody. You can be an anybody because we're all anybody. We all started out as anybody who's a nobody, who is somebody who is important. Do you know what I mean? We're all important and that's the whole point. We all need to come in if our names are known or not. So it's just widening the circle. Keep, yeah, widening the circle. That's what we're doing, widening the circle all the time, hopefully. Wow. I love your ambition. That's amazing. <laughs> Got to have ambition. I wouldn't be stuck. Well, where would we be? You wouldn't be there. I wouldn't be here. True, true. But thinking about, I mean, we talked about legacy. I mean, that's it's going to be huge, isn't it? Yeah, but it's like I say, it's all of us all doing our small part. Yeah. And again, I want to reflect again, it's not about doing a big part. It could be just literally liking a post that makes that person smile for that day because somebody liked their post. You know, little steps, little moves forward, liking a post, move forwards. Continue. It's really important, isn't it? Mm -hmm. so apart from submissions um how else can people get involved in world Childless week because you've got a few things like the survey going on things like that so um when do they close those sorts of things do you know um they're all closing at the end of august okay. basically so that i can try and have a couple of weeks to get things sorted <laughs> into some sort of sense to put it on the website and I say that and I hope that sometimes I do get submissions coming in past that day. And if I can accommodate them, I will do. But it is a case of trying to give myself time to put it all together. But, yeah, the survey is important because, again, people like to see statistics. And when we hit large numbers of people saying yes or no to different questions, then it really gives us a foundation that people can't deny. So the survey's going on. Um, Champion Noms is finishing. I am me, obviously. That's again up to the end of the month. And I hope we get more and more pictures. I don't care if they come in afterwards. They'll go on the gallery afterwards. They can be shown across the year. I think they need to be celebrated a lot more. But yeah, it's all on the website. If it's not a link from the homepage, go to the upcoming events and they're all under there individually listed. Lovely. And that's www.worldchildlessweek.net for those that are listening as well. Where you also find all your social media links because you're on Instagram and Twitter and Twitter. Facebook. Yes. Yeah. yes, yes, yes. Lovely. Fantastic. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. I, was, I, I didn't say very much. You will have noticed. <laughs> I'm just sitting listening. <laughs> I was just like flipping it. This is amazing. So and hopefully you. some of it makes sense and it works do you know what I mean because like you say you waffle and you don't know it's just me waffling I always waffle you're such a good podcast guest I have to say that yeah. you are incredibly articulate and you really know your stuff as well I think any podcast would be very very lucky to have you as their guest I've been looking forward to talking to you with Michael yeah. and Sarah um, for, since we set it up and we knew that you were coming along. <laughs> Thank it's you, thank you. Lovely to have you here on your own and kind of, you know, claiming World Childless Week because uh, it is very much your creation. Um, us ambassadors do our bit to help you and support you, but you are such a driving force behind all of this that I think that needs to be honoured as well. It wouldn't have done five years without your idea at the beginning and your drive to see it through and the ambition that you have for the future. It's absolutely incredible. Um, 
I, I know I know how much work it is for you um, <laughs> and I just admire you hugely for that because I think there's an awful lot of a lot of effort goes into that emotionally and also um, I want to also just say that Steph actually is probably my best client in terms of Squarespace and the website um, because she just <laughs> I, I hear nothing from her and go into the website and you've updated it and done this, done that. And and I just like, like well, my training can't be that shoddy. It's always quite useful because the aim of my training when I hand over a WordPress site or a Squarespace site to, is always go like, here's your site. Now that you know, it's this good that you don't actually need me, but only for the big stuff. And um, it never really always happens like that. But then I always think, oh, well, there's always Steph. Steph got it. <laughs> I <laughs> you know? I'm a geek. I like to learn things. When somebody tells me I like to learn. Whatever it is, I've had plasterers come to the house and I've watched them because I like to learn. I'm very visual. You know, plastering is one of those things that I really feel that I need to learn. It's like a life skill that I think yeah. would save me an absolute bloody fortune and elevate my house to something quite amazing <laughs> that would stun people on right move at the appropriate time. I just need to learn to plaster. Yeah. Well, so I've actually ever done any, but you know what I mean? No, but, I haven't, yeah. no, but I'm quite, yeah. I got really interested in tree shredding the other day because we had our ash tree cut. Um, back a little bit and um, oh my god it looks so satisfying oh, like, oh! <laughs> quite like the idea of that anyway yeah. thank you Steph. Now, is, do we have any any stats for last year I'm just thinking maybe we we open the podcast with you know something like five years 25,000, I don't know, I don't know, I'm just thinking out loud. Is that, is that easily accessible? Because I know Sarah needs to go pretty soon. Um, I'm just trying to think. I have got it, but I, I know it's like 97 countries reached, 111,000 page views last year across the year. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of the other stuff in front of me. Um, let me have a look, see if I've got it anywhere. I'm just going into your website at the minute. <laughs> yeah, so it's like you probably can get it quicker than I can. I'm just trying to think what I've got. Um, Stuff. Give me one second. Oh, da, 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 traffic, site content. That's always a good one. Uh, um, last year. The most popular content from last year was... Oh, hang on. That's the, sorry. You had to cut that bit because the microphone would have picked up Kenny walking around. <laughs> they wait for him to go. We had 53,500 visits in 2020. Your most popular content. unique visitors and then 112 page views. Yeah, and your most popular content was Dear Rabbis and other well-meaning Jews. Our stories and people accessed the support groups. There was about 4,000 people accessed all the support groups. That's important. Yeah, me. it was, That's yeah. Important. Look, yeah. A Meaningful Life Without Children was incredibly popular, as was I Wish Someone Would Ask Me. Yeah. Comments that hurt is also very important too. So, yeah, there was quite a lot. And in fact, actually, what was interesting on the statistics from last year is that a lot of people went back to 2017, interestingly. So people are going back through previous years and reading old content too. So I think that's something probably quite important to mention is that just because you submitted this year, it's not just a this year view. Um, just exactly as we say with a podcast, um, we go back and people are listening to episodes from from right back at the very very beginning. Our very first episodes are actually probably still one of the most popular ones as well. 
So um, it's there and it's your digital footprint, if you like, or um, mm. again, your legacy, if you want. Yeah. Mm. Okay, I'll chop, I'll chop all that up and I'll put that at the beginning. So it sort of, you know, gives yeah. us, um, you know, like a starts on a big positive. Yeah, I think the fact we've reached 97 countries is amazing. That's huge. To think that we, you know, it's all in English. As much as we'd like to be diverse and show all different languages, it's just in English and we've reached 97 countries last year. And yeah, I think that's mind blowing. You know, I don't care if it's just one person in that country, they might talk to another person. So that doubles up. Do you know what I mean? So it's just like I say, it's continually growing. I just think, wow. I wonder if you've got anyone from San Marino. <laughs> San Marino, top trump. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the, reason, the reason I say that, Steph, is because we've on uh, the podcast is listened to by someone in San Marino, and I just have really good memories of going there, finding it, exploring it with uh, Vicky uh, and, and my mum, actually. We took her to Italy. And, um, yeah, so it just really tickles me that we've got someone in San Marino. <laughs> <laughs> you know something, I'm going to have to go and have a look later today and I'll let you know. <laughs> oh, cool. Awesome. Yeah, we'd like to say hello to our listener in San Marino. Um, we particularly, we'd, I'd always love that with our podcast and we go in and we look at the statistics. Of, we don't, so just to clarify to people who might think we go in and we know people who people are, it's all anonymous. We don't know who you are. Um, we just have a list of countries and it just tells us where people are listening from. So we have listeners in, in Nepal, um, San Marino, Luxembourg, Kuwait, Cambodia. Anyway, we could, go on, we could go on forever, couldn't we? It's very interesting. I just want to say to that person in San Marino, if you're not yet looking at World Childless Week, could you please go along to www.worldchildlessweek.net? <laughs> <laughs> I can add you to my countries as well. <laughs> go really world, world, worldwide. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that's the amazing thing, isn't it? That a lot of the initiatives we do and it's digital means that actually it can be accessed all over the place as well, all over the world when people have that connections it's really lovely so thank you so very much Steph for joining us today you're welcome I really appreciate you having me on again it's been lovely always is thank you that's <laughs> well, good to see you Steph and you I should stop can't me. wait to get to bloody England we can't wait to see you in England <laughs> Sarah and I still doing road tripping we we think yep 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 there's a there's a nod there <laughs> Oh dear. Uh, thanks, Steph. Good to see yeah. you. Yeah, you're welcome. Sarah, for some right. reason your sound has gone. 